Welcome to the Arrest All Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talon. Hola and welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. I'm your host. This is the original thinking and creative innovation podcast. How is everyone doing? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night for all you Nighthawks. Kingsley Nebechi. Uh, on the last episode, gone down an absolute storm. Um, he's a nighthawk. He likes to work at night because the people that distract him are asleep. I thought that was so good, I'd roll it out twice. So apologies to anyone who listened to last week. The weather this week is invasive overhead aeroplanes when you're recording a podcast. And studio pet rats, both wanted and unwanted. Uh, for anyone who listened to the very first episode with Misled on episode 4... You will get that little in-joke. If not, you'll have to go back and listen. Uh, Because she's joining us again today, and she is the very first Arrest All Mimics alumni guest. So, that's a treat. We'll get to that shortly. But, first, my lovely sponsors. Uh, They make it possible to me to do this show weekly, for free, for you guys. So, I hope that's all cool to endorse them all, because they're all natural people that I work with anyway. I wouldn't be the kind of guy who sits here really enough underwear commercials or whatever else it is that people do on podcasts from time to time we all have to do it we have to make the money (laughs) so it's all good so of course founding sponsor illustration limited who represent misled who is on the show today of course second time out um there are going to be lots more guests coming up from the agency i've got a few corkers lined up so that's all good check them out check out the awesome news section on the website do really cool features on the projects and the clients that they work with some really good insights for anyone who's aspiring to get into the industry or new to the industry and still looking to shape their direction there's some really good examples of how our work can sit in both the commercial world and in a more playful sense um check out my design week column on personal work I've just written my 13th column for them, the freelance state of mind. If you just look it up, Google Ben Talon Design Week, you'll find the section where all my articles are. But it's all about the necessity in playing and keeping on experimenting, no matter how much commercial work you have, because I think there's a tendency for us to fall under the spell that to attract commercial clients, we need to do commercial work. And I think that's when people corner themselves and end up kind of stopping having fun, and it shows in people's work. So we're going to talk about that with Misled a little later on. Um, but there's loads of that going on at Illustration Limited so check it out, they're really cool in the way that they champion people's uh, cool kind of insular work that they do for pleasure uh, as much as they do the commercial stuff because they, they're quite wise to the fact that often the personal stuff can attract the dream jobs and the bigger hitters um, I'm also going to be doing a talk about that actually at London Design Festival coming up and that's on Sunday the 18th of September so you can register online with Designers Block. Um, it's at the Oxo Tower, just on the South Bank, near Waterloo Station. So keep an eye on my social channels um, at Ben Talland and at Terrest Mix for further updates on that, because that's going to be cool. So I'm going to be talking about how I got some of my dream clients by doing my personal work, and I'll be telling stories about people like Misled and the rest of it. So get yourself down, get in touch if you fancy checking that out. Um, it's going to be there Sunday the 18th of September. Also Friday the 23rd at the VNA as part of Arts Thread, talking about Digital, digitally marking yourself on sorry marketing yourself on zero budget uh, so thanks to illustration web for that uh heartinternet.co.uk you can find them uh also sorry i should have said illustrationweb.com for illustration limited uh but heart internet providers with a digital tip uh, a social pointer that kind of stuff they do great hosting websites uh 
SEO marketing, all the digital stuff that we find hard to do, but we have to do. And those guys are very good at doing that for you and helping you do it well yourself. So again, it's about misled today. So we'll talk about misled because she's an absolute giant on social media and with her e-coms and she's engineered some awesome opportunities for herself and really used it to support herself well. Uh, for anyone that's been a long-term listener of the show, you'll know about the first episode with Miss Led that I did, I think it was episode four, uh, where she talked about how she developed such a big social following and actually um, it's brought about its own opportunities. She was a, a MySpace dinosaur, she did it well back in the day, first time around, which I never did, so I was lagging behind from the off, there's no wonder she smashes my numbers out of the park. But she does it well really now too. We're going to talk a little you know, a bit later about one of her clients, Escoda Brushes in Barcelona, who she developed a relationship with. And she did an Instagram takeover for their, their headquarters. So we see this more and more now. Um, you'll notice a little while back, Emma Block from the Lil Collective Live Illustration London told us about being flown out to... Uh, oh, I forgot where it was. But she was flown out anyway to an amazing location by Stylist Magazine who wanted her to take over the, their Instagram. It's basically, you know, these people are ramping up these awesome followings off the back of strong hard work and, and developing those channels, but doing their own stuff, doing cool, groundbreaking work. And what's happening is brands are paying them to take over their Instagram channels or, or skill swaps, whatever it is. There are various ways of doing it. Uh, and in return, they get the boost from their numbers and the artists get the, get the awesome kind of link up, uh, you know, and in a lot of cases are getting paid to do so. So it's kind of mind-blowing stuff, really. But uh, to take it back to Heart Internet, they advocate you know, the, the personalization of social media, the storytelling, the, um, not just taking selfies and posting kind of inane you know, material that no one really cares about apart from you and your mates. Think wider. Think why people follow you. Why do they buy into your brand? Why would they be interested in hearing what you've got to say on a daily basis? And if you tailor it that way and get it right and you, you know, you're doing the good work that people are into... This is what happens. Uh, you know, just take Miss Led as an awesome showcase. So go and check out her social channels, look what she's up to, look what she's doing, and why she's generated such a following. But more importantly, look at her brand, look at all the wide range of things she's going to talk about today, and it'll give you some answers right there. So thanks to Heart Internet for that, heartinternet.co.uk. Uh, printed.com, wonderful sponsor, uh, as ever, started the column. Uh, I've done a little interview with them, which you can go and check out, obviously, on their blog. Go and look that up. Um, they've done a little profile. They've done a feature about my illustration career, uh, career and the ups and downs, why I started the podcast, what it means, why I do this on a weekly basis. Awesome guys, and they do so much more on their blog with other creatives. Um, you know, And let's face it, most importantly of all, just like what I was saying about Misled, right at the core is their good work uh, and their loyal, loyal client base um, and outreach. So go and check them out. Miss Lady's going to tell us a little later today about an awesome new printed project that she's been working on, whereas she's been getting all these the several prints of different works and then taking it back to this organic material, so layering up the prints really thick so it almost creates like a product in its own right. So there are, and then you know tearing bits away, so it's like a multi-layered print that becomes a piece in its own right, you know, work of art in its own right. So it just goes to show with with the work that Printed.com are doing, you can use that in more artistic manners, just like Miss Led has, and and basically the you know the world is your oyster. It's down to the limitations of your imagination once you have the printed product. But they of course provide 
great printed materials. So go and check them out. Over 90 different products, fantastic range of finishes, great customer services I've found out in the past. I don't sell people lightly on here, but I genuinely believe in what they're doing and that's how the relationship came around. I use them, I recommend them regularly and now a number of my listeners have started to go and use them and none have been disappointed so far. So I feel pretty good about plugging them. So check them out, printed.com. Thanks to those guys and thanks to all the sponsors. So about today's show, misled. I've mentioned her enough, but I never get tired of talking about her because she's awesome. Um, eight years out of the game. Keep that in mind when you're listening about listen to all the things she's doing with all the clients she's doing it with. Go back and listen to episode one for a lot of this to make sense. Uh, no, not necessarily, actually. It stands alone if you're up with what she's doing. But if you don't know about Miss Led, you really should. And you should go and listen to her story. It's really inspiring. And I always cite her because she graduated from a fine art degree. Um, and she spent eight years in different jobs, waiting tables, you know, doing all sorts of different things that she ideally didn't want to do. But she hadn't felt the connection. And it was eight years before she came back to the creative industries. And by that time, she started to do workshops, help out workshops, run her own. And that led her into a career in illustration from a fine art degree. So it's kind of an unconventional path and certainly inspiring in the sense that I think a lot of people fall under this this uh, this kind of cloudy idea that if you haven't succeeded in six months or a year, you failed. And I think it's complete bollocks because certainly the way university courses are judged are often on kind of graduate jobs and they do that on a six-month turnaround which is criminal because we all know that it's a long game it's it's a tough industry high stakes but high rewards and it's really competitive but it's worth finding your own niche because when you succeed it's the biggest buzz you'll ever get if you care about the industry so Miss Led's done that amazingly she's right up there with any people in the industry today in design in illustration, in art direction, in fine art, in live painting. She's going way and beyond, and that's why I've got her back on the show, because she's had an amazing, incredible year, fitting in so many nuts things. I mean, let's just let's take a look. I mean, she's done a, a, mini, a mini solo show in Hong Kong, which was a collaborative fashion accessories launch. She also did workshops and live painting there. So... Going to the other side of the world to a country with, that's visually rich as Hong Kong to do her thing. Uh, it's it's brilliant. And then she's been doing other workshops uh, at go and let me get this right, Galleria Rioja in Seville, which is just amazing too. She's been doing live painting and experimenting with the Skoda brushes, who are based in Barcelona. And she's been getting experience doing the brand takeovers I mentioned earlier on Instagram. Continued work with Wacom. Um, and one of the main things we're going to talk about today is her tutorials, her courses that are online that you're going to be able to do very soon, by the end of this month, in fact. They're about to launch. She's done three days filming and six months continued planning for her very first video release of two-hour-long tutorials that will teach you the whole process of producing illustrations like misled. Um, we're going to talk about the dangers of mimicry, which is something that sprung, sprung to mind. I was worried, you know, that if you're putting this kind of step-by-step tutorial of your work out there with your style at the centre of it, that there will be a risk of people not having the imagination to take it and do their own thing with that process, but actually just do the work you're doing. And then, you know, that leads to all sorts of grey areas of uh, plagiarism, and it's something that she's become quite accustomed to over the years. I think the more popular you get, the more mimicry you see. I mean, look at Banksy there stencil artists to ten a penny that are not doing their own thing and and running that same style and I think it's important to step out of that trap Um, so we're going to talk about that so it's been a hellacious year like a 
I think positive is the overriding thing, but we're also going to talk about mental health days, which Mitzleid tells us about uh, why she takes days out just to rest the mind and not get too caught up in the whirlwind that's work. When you know when you're successful, and I think you've got a lot of commercial briefs coming in, it's something I'm familiar with at the moment. I mean, a, a real maelstrom of of work and this crazy crazy spell of you know there are times when I think I've bitten off more than I can chew. And it's rewarding, yeah, it's cool, and it looks great on the surface when you're pumping it out all over social media. But also, it's important to leave time for you, not just for personal work, but for time off. Put those feet up, go for a walk, do some things that normal people do. (laughs) Rod Hunt said on a previous episode, he said, what, do we have hobbies? Is it not just TV, films, illustration, Game of Thrones? I don't know, maybe it is, but we're going to talk about the benefits of that time off and how Miss Led goes about that too. But I could sit here all day and tell you what we're going to talk about, but it's another awesome episode, and I don't get people back on the show lightly for a second episode. But Miss Led is certainly a big hit, as she's been my most popular guest in terms of listens so far. Um, But that's not the reason I'm getting her back. I'm getting her back because she's had another incredible year, which has gone a whole different direction from her career up to that point, what we talked about. So go back and indulge yourself in part one, which is on episode four. Uh, Check out her work, misled.co.uk. Um, and we're going to talk about all the things she's been up to, um, including getting an assistant on board, Alice Power, awesome lass from Ireland who's come over and is now working in studio with her, and how she's you know now adapting to being more of a studio setup. So you find us right at the start of that conversation. Um, next week we're going to have. I don't know who we're going to have. Who are we going to have? I've got a list. I'm juggling a list of potential awesome guests. So you'll find out when the episode comes around. But today, I'm getting on a tube to talk to Liz Atkin, who's been doing compulsive charcoal. Uh, Liz Atkin is a lady who's been doing these awesome drawings on the free, directly onto the free newspapers and then giving them to commuters on the London Underground. So I'm going to jump on a tube and try and make the podcast work on there and find out what's been going down with that one. So listen out for that. We've got Gordon Reed coming up, middle boot. Um... Who else have we got? Got a whole crazy range of guests. Designers Block are going to be talking to me soon. They're doing loads of stuff at the London Design Festival. We've got Colour Theory coming up. We've got exhibitions in unconventional spaces. This is the podcast for something a bit different. So get me your ideas on the Twitter at Arrest or Mimics. Um, or at Ben Talland, personal account. Hit us up. Uh, thanks to all the sponsors again. And here you find me in Misled Towers. How long ago was it now when we... I've lost track of time. That was August, wasn't it? It was... New York. August, September, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, August. So a year, so fucking hell. It's been a busy year then. <laughs> You've yeah, done crazy. so much since then. Crazy. Like, yeah, but it doesn't feel... I, I don't know. I think... I think diff, Because it's so different. Because the, the year before that was just brand stuff. It was loads of brand stuff. But mm. I was away a bit. Just before then, I was going through all the stuff with my dad, so that was kind of mm. pretty crazy. So there was lots of travelling back and forth to Wales. But, um, yeah, this year is just kind of... It's just... I don't know, I've found that. It's kind of just sort of twists and just becomes mm. something completely different. And how much of that was planned? None of it. No? That's all, that's all, <laughs> that's all kind of things have been presented. Yeah. Or presented themselves, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, and I have to say I am really I, I, I find I am quite particular about who I work with and where my work where I feel like my work should be framed. Mm. Whether it's you know having uh, work in a show who the other artists are, for example, or you know um, that kind of framework. 
the um, the brand, the the style of work, but also say with merchandise, which kind of feeds into my working with Hong Kong. So Hong Kong, then let's look at things that's come up. Let's start there. What was that all about? Um, well, because last year was so busy, um, uh, it, it just just emails piled up, and I I started filing stuff, and so I get a little bit more organised and I think it was six months from when um, the dot in Hong Kong contacted me that I found the email and um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think it was about six months and I said and I looked at the um, the email and I checked out the the company the brand and they work with artists um, and and have like really really lovely covetable kind of um, products so instead of say t-shirts they're doing sort of really beautiful um, iPad cases and um, silk scarves uh, coin purses so very kind of luxury brand um, fashion brands so um, so I got in touch and said, oh, sorry for the delay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a mad six months. Yeah, but I really like, it's, it's, I've been really busy. Um, but yeah, thanks for getting in touch. Um, yeah, let's chat some more. So we just talked a bit and um, she was saying, oh, well, we'd like to have your artwork on our products. And we talked a little bit more and worked out what that, that, that would be and... Um, she was saying that she she'd like to extend her audience to the UK, and I said, "Oh well, I'd really like to help. I I really think what you're doing is really cool." And I said, "And I've got um, I've got a, a big uh, online audience," and I said, "Oh, it's almost a million on Facebook." Blah blah blah, and she just got back to me and went, "Oh okay," <laughs> um, and. Um, which which is such a nice thing to say, but I have worked really really hard for like ten years now on, on social mm. media, so and collaborated with a lot of people and done a lot of com campaigns, so that's been really helpful, and that's another story I suppose. So uh, we talked a little bit about um, my presence in Hong Kong and how we could work with that. So it was for me my first real. It's quite telling, actually. My first real contract that I had to really sort of um, negotiate and rewrite and work out, and yeah. the AOI were brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really, really great um, with that, and it was really nice because it allowed me to kind of collaborate on how my being in Hong Kong would help launch the collaboration, the project products that we'd collaborate on and how we could kind of add different assets to that so mm. we could kind of shape that so that was a really nice so it was almost sort of art direction as well um, and yeah it just kind of snowballed really it was really really exciting and um, so in February I was in Morocco on a sun lounger, still kind of getting through this contract on my iPad, <laughs> cursing that I hadn't brought my laptop and and doing all of that. And 
a couple of months, a few months later in April, I was in Hong Kong. It was amazing. I'd not really worked in that that territory before, um, and um, I was uh, launching the products. Um, I had my work on the wall, so it, it was part mini solo show as well. Mm. And it was just my my products. It was and this is all so, part of the launch, was it? This is all part of the launch, and um, to support that, uh, I created a painting live, and over the next couple of days, I ran workshops, and they all sold out. It was amazing. I That's was incredible, so isn't it? Do you think... Um, pleased. See, I mean, how much do you think followed this sort of online following? I think it was, Do you was, think that was a big yeah. part of the reason why that happened? Yeah. And, and that, yeah, would the it, power would, of the internet. Do you think it would also be fair to say that, given that you're a Western artist, do you think that had a certain attraction, in, in the fa- in the, just in the sense that, because you're different to what, I guess... Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because maybe it's not that different now, with the, with the kind of globalisation and everyone seeing everything online. I guess in some respects we're all exposed now to what's going on. You know, yeah, we're all absolutely. aware of Japanese art or the anime culture and then things like that. You know, I had a friend who also went to Hong Kong to work on a, a horror movie a film score, the whole original score, and, you know, won awards in China and all this stuff. And it's like wow. it's a beautiful thing that we're able to do that now. But I also think there's there's probably still enough left left with the whole. I don't know if it's necessarily British, but just being. You know, having having the style and and then having the influences, it probably looks even more fresh to someone who's not as accustomed yeah. to seeing that. Is I guess yeah, it's a very long winded point, but <laughs> no, that yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think with with the work that I did, I really focused on the audience, but mm. myself as 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 an artist, artist and a package, I suppose, mm. definitely. Um, and it, and it, it's 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 really great for a brand to to present um, an artist that is British and mm. it's kind of um, it does add another edge to it definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was a couple of uh, my students that have been following me for something like eight or nine years since like MySpace. Yeah. Um, and they loved it so much they booked both workshops and I wow. thought oh no that means I'm gonna have to change the second <laughs> <laughs> like the comedian who does the same set of jokes <laughs> gonna have to mix it up a bit I've done that I did a talk in Cardiff in a bar like a, a design stuff event yeah and it was really cool but similar thing there's a friend I've made through a student who got in touch to become friends down the line and she popped along she was studying in Cardiff at the time University of South Wales and then um few months later she ended up chatting to tutors and, and saying get him in for a talk which they did but then I felt this huge pressure to do something different just because she'd already seen it so before and I was like I'm really sorry if I repeat some stories I felt really terrible about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's happened a couple of times whether it's a presentation or um, when I did my live demo for my solo show with Print Space um, one of the she's a makeup artist Jamie she came along she's one of many people that that came along to the demo and I just found out like a week before I was running the two, the workshops three day workshops in Seville that she was going to be there <laughs> I thought okay well that's okay 
but maybe I'm going to add a bit more to the presentation. But it's so nice. It was so nice to yeah. see a familiar face and see yeah. pop, people pop up um, for the print space um, workshop. When I did this, actually, piece bittersweet that we're looking at now in the <laughs> studio, <laughs> um, and I'm sitting uh, beside. Um, we when I collaborated with Print Space and I came up with the idea of doing a workshop, so it was the first workshop that I'd done as misled. Mm. Um, I said, "Oh well, let's run a competition." So they didn't want to charge for tickets. I was like, oh, "That'd be really great." And um, there was a lovely young lady called Paige, who I hadn't seen in what must have been four years, and she mm. was eleven when I met her first. And she travelled, I can't really remember, I think she travelled for something like two hours to come and see me paint live. Wow. I ended up giving her my painting. <laughs> wow, and I, I, saw her for, I bet she was made up. Yeah, I saw, it must have been something like, seems like four years later and she popped up, she won the ticket wow. for the workshop and I thought, oh, that's brilliant. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So, so did you, did that kind of whet the appetite to do more things like that in terms of the sort of events and the, and the things you did with the, um, you know, branding all the products and things? Did it, did it or, or was this something you were kind of leaning towards anyway? Um, it wasn't something I was, um, in a way, um, I hadn't done it before so much because... There was nothing that, um, there were not really any companies that were, that I really felt would, work, would have worked for me. Um, and I think also when we're talking about travelling, it's it was it was a really, when, when we started talking about my making a trip to Hong Kong, it became, it was a real, um, it was a real incentive. I really wanted to do that. I mean, you can see here. I've got, I've got, I've got two sets of products. So one working with Braun, and then one working as a collaboration. As an, so, one as an artist and one as an illustrator in a way, mm. which is kind of interesting. It is really interesting. Um, yeah. But um, I think it's been really exciting about um, being able to shape something. Um, within a collaboration mm. and see where that goes that's that's been a that at the beginning of the year was a really good experience and that has that's sort of that's kind of um been um a real a real start for a, a lot of other projects that have happened this year but they've been kind of discussed and mm. in the pipeline for some of them a year or two years so with the um, going in again live painting um, and traveling, going to Barcelona recently with the Skoda brushes, I think I've I've been talking to them about two years, mm. and they kept sending me brushes and what do you think of these new brushes? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, because so last time we talked, you I think you said you were doing talks about a misled brush. Yeah. So has that progressed? That has. <laughs> oh, that's top secret. Oh, okay. Can't dive into details. <laughs> um, no, it was really, really great. I got, I got to meet them at last. Yeah. Uh, they gave me more brushes. 
said, did you like Small Rushes? I said, I haven't got any more space. <laughs> it's like a trilogy. Like, if we do a third podcast, maybe like at the end up with a, a big reveal. Like. <laughs> Return of the King style. But it was... It was... <laughs> no, that's a good idea. I have to manufacture that. Um, I, think, I think also it's been... Um, with working on that level sort of designing a project and collaborating in that way has been something that, that I've been really um, starved of, I suppose. Mm. When I started out, I did this great project for... It's one of my favourite projects. I forget to mention it, but recently it's been the one that I've been really focusing on and um, that was back in 2011 when I was still doing the sort of street art and mural stuff mm. um, and Lynx got in touch like Lynx Fragrance which seemed quite an odd mm. brand to be in touch um, but they really wanted to look at extending their market to, to sort of street art and, That's cool. and to, to women also um, so that was great and um, they came up with uh, they didn't send me a brief. They asked me to write a sliding scale of four different ideas. Okay, that's interesting. So that was kind of interesting, and I haven't really, that hasn't really happened since. But it was quite funny, and I was, um, it's quite funny when you talk about projects as well. I was thinking about this the other day, and we're talking about time frame. Oh no, sorry, not time frame. Talking about framework. It's really interesting when you look back at how you respond to things. I guess sometimes it's very much about the things that are influencing you at the time yeah. and the confidence you have or the, totally. the, the things that you're part of. And I remember, I think back to it and I recall the project, of how this project started and I was like, so full of balls, it's so funny. I just said, okay, so I've got four amazing projects. I've got the sliding scale and I explained what I'd done and I said, but you're not having them. <laughs> and so basically said that they would need to meet with me and I could put together the project but they weren't looking they were looking for an illustrator but what they were asking me for was to be an art director Okay. so for me to come up with a multifaceted project and outsource teams mm. to create to, to make the project possible so, um, so my, so it was all uh, to support a big campaign that they were doing. So I said, well, let's uh, engage people by running two competitions or one competition where they get to have a tier system. There's a, there's a couple of different options, mm. a couple of different prizes. So we do um, a gicle, um and we have t-shirts and we could, um, the main asset would be something that goes viral, so let's go and I'll put together a team and we'll do 12 hours of, I'll live paint a day in the life of this, mm. um, focused on, on the campaign, so the angels. And, and it was amazing and I thought, wow, why don't I do jobs like that anymore? That's and very this is interesting. like what you were talking about doing the music videos as well and yeah. creating, yeah, just pulling together a team and working in a different way. And 
Um, that day I had four or five people working together and it just it just all worked. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes a real... I mean, how, long you, how long have you been going at this point when you got that job? Because it... Only, it, only two years. Really? That's, that's early to have sort of the confidence to go for such a project like that because that's a challenge. I mean, that's a, you know, that's a heavy brief. You know, and, uh, and obviously you pulled that off, but to have the confidence to do that after only a few years, that's quite commendable. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that's what I think looking back, but mm. I think with all the live painting and the tournaments and what I was doing at the time, yeah. it was really sort of, right, just get the job, mm. worry about it afterwards. And yeah. because it was so intense and because there were so many layers to it, and it was like, who am I going to get to... Uh, document it because we're going to have a live stream for we're going to do behind the scenes we're going to get a photographer and I was just I just realized I had all those people in my in my network this is there you go nail on the head this is what it comes down to isn't it it's the it's the it's the um yeah it's the community the network it's like and it's it's important to um to have those people around you and what and like you say once you know you've got people you can work with and you know they're good for a deadline you can trust them multi-skilled people then actually if you're clever about it you can really extend out into uh, into these kind of jobs but that's amazing that's really really kind of inspiring project yeah because um, I didn't I don't think I had time to think and that was always the way that I'd start exactly put it, yourself it? in the craziest mm. situation or well, not the crazy end. I the mean you end. know it's like just go yeah and you're not gonna die so. I was I was chatting to uh, Andy Cotterill and I'm collaborating with it in a minute Music photographer, I don't know I'm giving those details, it doesn't make any difference to the story. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, we were saying, I said I've gone from like my quietest spell, one job in eight weeks, yeah. to my busiest spell, I think I got seven jobs in a week, off the, like in the next following week, so it was like, what, the, wow. what is the balance? But but what happened was, I said, I, as the first couple came in, I kind of got the fear, and I hadn't had that in years, it was like... Weird, isn't it, it? I'd been out of that, you know, because I've been I spent eight weeks practically doing my own thing. If the one job I had had no real set deadline, so even that was relaxed and fun. So I, yeah, there I'd gone from boost, you know, building up, beefing up my portfolio, uh, you know, going out and doing, you know, ten podcast interviews in a week, whatever, just doing my thing and thinking, yeah. okay, it'll pick up. I've got to make the most of it now. But then when it did pick up, it felt like I was coming out of uni again. I was like, oh god, like have I still got it? Can, you know, I felt the real pressure to start these jobs again. Then when I hit like the third job, suddenly I'm in that that manic busy spell again and I found that actually it really kind of loosened up my decision making I was like you know you know that kind of instinctive feeling where you're juggling let's say three jobs yeah. and a one hour window opens up when you go that's the time I need to do my invoicing or whatever and it just feels right yeah that you start to you start to think on your feet and just respond again and that's I guess what you're saying in a, in a, exactly. in a much bigger scale on yeah. the job but that's what happens isn't it yeah it is and um you just you just go with it you just don't realize that that's it, left, right brain. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know? it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I think, I guess that's when you sink or swim, really. Yeah. You know, you either go, and there have been times when I've gone, I've stepped way, far, way too out of what I should be doing here, but I th- you have to go there to learn that sometimes. Yeah, I had that on the uh, the 10th hour of live painting, I think that's when it hit me, really honestly. Yeah. I just, uh, I just stopped and... I said, I need some time on my own now. <laughs> I need to just, just sit for a minute. I'm just going to mm. sit on the stairs. Because it was all happening in this amazing house that I was yeah. living in at the time. And, yeah, it's just, you know, it. I think, and that's it. Because I stopped and I got to the point in the piece where it was, it was just happening. 
and things catch up with you, don't they? Of course they do. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, Whoa, we're all human. There's, there's, there's always breaking points. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to go and tie my laces up. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> And it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then do you know what I did? The next that so we finished the piece, the video's done, um Martin from Stitch That was doing it, he was amazing, just just the comedic one liners to the timing to the professionalism. He'd made this amazing dolly that kind of did the most fantastic um time lapse who's so good mm. and someone else was doing music everything was just totally falling into place and then we did the last shot we panned in panned out and i wasn't happy so i spent 16 hours flat completely changing the piece really so it went from being <laughs> really um almost like a mucha kind of style where it's like very very heavy lines mm. to then being really painterly <laughs> and I was like, oh, it doesn't look anything like the final piece that's in the show. But it was just because I, I think even though the project worked really well as a team, I needed to just have my own time yeah. with the piece afterwards. And then it was right. Mm. But yeah, I've done that so many times. <laughs> I'm just too much of a perfectionist. It's not a bad thing. It's got its pitfalls, but I think it's, it's good. You know, yeah. And, um, same thing, I hate it when a job goes out and I know it's not going to make the portfolio or whatever. And they happen. You know, you, yeah. you can't always do, you can't always better. You know, not every job can be better than the last because it's, you know, like as we said before, we're dealing with a lot of variables, but yeah, it's an horrible feeling when that happens. So, do you, would it be fair to say you're operating in some ways as a studio now with all this stuff that's going on? That's what, that's what I've said, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it feels like that, and it felt like that was, in the back of my mind, my aim, but I hadn't really felt that I'd kind of orchestrated it to happen like that. But I think, you know, what I was saying earlier about the discussions with the brushes, even though yeah. that's going to... That's not so much where I'm working with them as a team, but um, another job that's been... Um, in the making, it's now complete. Um, is working with another team and working with the the um, misled uh, video tutorials. So with that, that's that's been in discussion for on and off two years as well. Mm. And um, now working with another team on. Um, prints but as products we can talk about that in a minute that's quite <laughs> yeah so and then now uh it's um, just over a month that i've been working with um an amazing intern so so i've just worked out and just sort of got my head around that i am working with four different teams in four very different ways mm. um so that covers yeah and and I think when we we spoke last time, this time last year, we was talking about my love of uh, New York and thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna do gonna do three months in New York. I'm gonna <laughs> have a room with a kettle and a rat. Yeah, pet rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be disappointed if I don't mention that. I'm sure. <laughs> um, 
and just shut myself off to the world and within a year later um, kind of looking at using base app base camp style apps and working with multiple team teams at one at one one shot it's kind of insane how it's turned around because mm. the whole idea of going to New York creating a body of work doing all this painting was kind of um, that was kind of mowed down really well that was kind of put on ice should we say because the kind of Hong Kong thing yeah began you certainly know the travel aspect of it yeah yeah it's been <laughs> great it's all a bit yeah I think I've traveled more in a year than I have before last year in a lifetime I think mm. yeah it's been it's been amazing so tell us more about the tutorials that's really exciting now that was, when I first saw that I thought it was so like, wow that's really one or more that that yeah that's um that's really exciting i'm really really excited about it it's been um as i said a long-term um process we started talking about working together myself and train to create who um two really great guys that um got in touch just over two years ago, in fact, um, they knew me through Print Space, and I've got connections through there. And, um, they um, facilitate conferences, workshops across Europe and beyond, and they've been doing that for a few years. Um, and they've done video tutorials before. We weren't we weren't really sure what shape it would take my working with them um, because they worked primarily with photography and photographic retouching. Mm. So illustration was a really new thing for them. Um, I think, if it's not coincidence, the whole Wacom thing happened because of them and through them, so that was really good. And Wacom happened last year, so that was the first time I had a team of people in the studio sort of recording my process, interviewing me, and... Um, we had an ebook tutorial, so there was a f there was a video portrait as another part, a supporting part to the tutorial, and um, looking at Skillshare. Um, I've spoken to a few people and referenced Skillshare, which is massive now. Yeah. It's a really really huge platform online um, where you can live stream not live live stream and um download tutorials on how to make a lampshade in 15 minutes to mm. how to learn how to um freestyle calligraphy or anything from cooking to macrame wow. to everything it's 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 got such a huge audience it's a massive platform um it's not uk i think it's us based um so we liked the idea of doing something similar to that and um, and off the back of Wacom because that went so well and um, yeah we thought well let's let's try that so I said okay well what, what will that involve I, okay I've got the links I, I understand what Skillshare is all about so it's um, like a lot of YouTube videos where the artist is is kind of presenting their work so you feel like you're you're having a one-to-one -one. and um, 
we we went we went all out on that process. So we have um, we had two cameras, um, and we had our auto cue where we worked, where I wrote the script, and then we we kind of edited it as as a team, the three of us, um, for about a week beforehand. Made sure everything sounded right. Um, so that it was super tight, we we completely transformed the studio, and um, it's just one piece from start to finish, from the beginning, why I chose the piece, where the cho piece is from, the piece that I was uh, was a photograph of a model that I picked and I knew, so it's all very much. Um, Full, fully owned and yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, it was um, from from the beginning, how how I chose the piece, what was happening, and what I liked about the piece to the the original guidelines. So, in total, over two hours, we've got like five different sections, and. Obviously, seeing yourself on camera or talking to a camera, there's always going to be, there's always going to be doubts or what's it going mm. to look like, and I've yeah. done a few things with with them, and I know you have before, and just you're not you're not too concerned about the time it takes to get back to you. You're not you're not you're like I can I can wait I can yeah. wait. Just, and yeah. I was really um, not too apprehensive because it's been a busy year, so I didn't spend too much time on it, but. I thought, oh, I hope, I hope these these work out because we've invested a lot of time in it. And we saw the edit. I started seeing the edit, and how the the guys had pulled the the product together. And we're so made up. Yeah, we're so really excited. We have, um, yeah, it's it's really um, it's really dynamic in the way that. It's it's uh, you've got so many different views, and with each section, it, they've just they've just brought so many different skills to it. I guess is is my point, um, and because they work they work really hard in post production and they've animated it. So you've got like all the different materials kind of almost kind of moving around cool. and then I'm, I've got my hand painted animated uh, titles nice so nice. it'll say um, watercolours and then I'll be um, That's you, cool. you'll just see the text being um, animated but but in hand cool. long hand yeah and then there'll be all the different different brands so we, we go into so much detail it's as intensive as a three-day workshop but yeah. we do it in two hours, and I can't be more excited about it. So that's brilliant. So um, when's when are they going to be out? Um, we're launching because it's very. Um, even though you can use the the mixed medium traditional digital processes um, for any kind of illustration, we're we're focused for the first one for fashion. So we thought it'd be great. We're going to um, launch that between the 16th and 20th of September, mm. which which is the same week as London Fashion Week. Brilliant. 
and um, we'll be running some workshops and yeah. competitions. Nice, I can't wait for that. And maybe a we'll definitely do a online uh, webinar. Yeah. which I haven't done before, which is really exciting. Nice. So I can invite all these people into my studio and I'll just be waving from my <laughs> whack on screen. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I'm going to show you for that. I'll be yeah, interested. so it's, it's, it's really nice. I guess going back to the whole links thing, it's when when you've got the opportunity to work on something from, for want of a better expression, from the ground up, from the beginning, you, you really start thinking about... Um, how you can how you can uh, not so much express it best because I think as illustrators it's really nice when you've got a few different skill sets because you look at okay who's the audience for this magazine and you know what 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 is the mm. best way to approach them and what yeah. would they kind of what what is relatable in that sense and you know whether I'm working on a mural for a brand what what sort of edge does that have and things like that but when you're so when you're working in a in an as an illustrator, you pretty much have that. But um, as um, a founder or a creative director in a project, you can kind of look at all the different assets mm -hmm. that that come with that campaign. So um, whether you want to to run a video trailer or similar to what what you did for the the podcast and your for your book, sorry, book launch. Mm. Um, and it just gets really exciting because it's just limitless. Yeah, of course it is. It's yeah. so limitless. It's how much you want to give, I guess. I know. Yeah. That's the only parameters. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the thing you have to manage. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I have to manage. You yeah. know? I, was like, oh, I want to do this and we could exactly. do a demo, we could yeah. do like a signing and so we could it, add like so an it, it, Was there ever a fear that you were going to give too much away in that, that in, in terms of the tutorials? Is, was there, did you ever feel that... That's so funny you should ask. That yeah. anyone should, should, should try take it too literal, you know what <laughs> I mean, and, and not do their thing with it? Because that's one thing that I'd be a little fearful of if I did the same thing. Well, I think I've, I think I've dealt a lot with that recently and I think as an artist... There are going to be, you know, you are, especially because the reach as well, because I've been doing it so long and so many people get access to my work through mm. online and social media and so on. Yeah. I think, um, I think I've got, I don't feel too much at risk for giving too much away now. Yeah. I do get what you're saying, mm. but I think for me, maybe it's quite a cathartic process as well yeah and there's lots of things that i want to explore and maybe gifting that as well i think there's something about being an artist you are sharing yeah. constantly yeah. and some people there's a way of feeling that you're delivering a service as well mm -hmm. you know I've, I've i've thought that a lot in the past and when i started out and responsibility and and so on and it's it's like you are gifting something and there's something really nice about being able to create something and give it away yeah and obviously we're not giving them away because it comes <laughs> people have to pay for them yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, but, but there is so the much yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely but there was one point where um we were filming and i'll just be totally honest and um and the guys were like, oh, what do you do, Mojo? And I was like, oh, no, no, we're not using that. And they were like, why not? I was like, well, you've got to keep some secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they laughed. It was so funny. It's it such true. a tiny thing. Oh, and I've already told loads of people anyway. And it's 
just a silly thing, but you just have to have. It's just a natural yeah. human thing to do, isn't it? No, no, it no, is. no. No, yeah. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> yeah. Stop copying. Just like cover it up with your hands <laughs> yeah. like a school. Yeah. I, I remember when I was holding a book up, like some idiot was trying to copy my exam. Not that I was any good, I don't know why he picked me to copy from. But I was just holding a book up over it, like, like that. So I'm writing funny, yeah. Like, you're school kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that really well. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, um, really excited. We've, we've even got a website for it. Brilliant. Uh, where. Um, we're both we're all getting excited we're still having lots of meetings editing and so on at the moment um the, one of one of many of the last offshoot ideas that keeps coming in one of the last ones was okay instead of just having like a clip that you press play like any video on the top as a banner how about we illustrate the actual image then you click on it and then it becomes the film Nice. <laughs> and this is going back to exactly what you're saying. It's like, yeah, but you really have to measure yeah. <laughs> how much work you want to do for it. Gotcha. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that because it's like, it's it's a really lovely image because when we dress the studio, I mean, I it's almost like I'm I'm presenting like a it, it's a very much like that. I've got I've got a very smart outfit on, mm. and there's the room is dressed. It's so funny. I was like. Uh, no, no, we can't have that. We're going to take that away. I was like, it's not, <laughs> it's not CBBS. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's tone it down now. Come on. And I'm quite, I quite like, I quite like minimal in style, but they're very kind of big. Let's yeah. fill it. Let's do it. I was like, no, we're not doing. No, End up get, get like... rid of the robot. <laughs> End up looking like in the night garden. Exactly, exactly. So, so I thought, oh yeah, that's a great idea. So I'm sitting there. Where's Miss Led today? It's <laughs> <laughs> like emerges from behind a massive table or something. Behind the cheese plant. She's behind the cheese plant today. Who'd have thought that? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So, so I'm on a work call and I start illustrating this really busy scene mm. and I think what am I doing I'm so behind on all my other work but I'm like this is gonna look so yeah. good <laughs> just fade it away and then open the video appears and then when the video finishes it'll just be loads of other clips or other work and yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it's definitely a project that we're having too much fun on so we're gonna have um just working on how how we kind of manage ourselves now yeah because it's getting yeah. a bit well silly. You, your deadline's coming up isn't it so I it guess is you, yeah uh, you've got your cut-off point which is always a healthy thing to have yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so oh god so it sounds like you're juggling a hell of a lot yeah yeah there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot so um i'm working with uh uh, PR and fine art management, sort of fine art agency, um, on on another project, which is we started talking about working together just before I went to Australia last year, so maybe after we talked. So it's almost coming up to a year, and only now I've started putting together the work and. And it's just, for me, going back to talking about whether 
and I think I am becoming more like a studio now is just understanding campaigns and how things mm -hmm. work and it's just oh, I'm loving it it's so yeah. exciting and working out how everything relates to to each other so um, so working out exactly what's happening at what point and where what what can um, what's connecting on either editorial or whether I'm going to contact a magazine or what, whether I'm going to run a competition on on social media and so in a way I always really like that point in in an illustration project where your trajectory is set mm -hmm. because in a way you've got no excuses you're just like your head down you're in lockdown and you're just going and there's a nice it's a nice thing about that um, and I've always kind of liked that because you know, we talk a lot about you go through that phase of being really manic yeah. or really panicked. Yeah. <laughs> and that the middle way is kind of is kind of great, but it doesn't happen that, that no, often. It doesn't rare. it doesn't happen like that. So for me it's kind of testing my brain really mm. because the trajectories are set, but there's all that extra thinking, but everything that you add on is gonna support everything else. So yeah. whether it's kind of um a promotion or um yeah offline online working with other teams like i was saying yeah I'm gonna uh, run a workshop i got asked to run a workshop at 71a which is um the gallery and um studio stroke office of little white lies and hack magazine yeah the Church of London and yeah. I've worked with them a lot in the past and they were saying oh we're gonna do these workshops would you like to do a three-hour workshop and I was like oh okay and I thought about it and I thought oh that'd be great I'd love to work with those guys and mm. then I just kind of made a cup of tea or something and it just kind of light bulb popped and I thought this is the perfect time this is happening at exactly the same time as the videos launch so I spoke to them and said oh there's so many things that we can do let's let's yeah. work out how we can support this and yeah let's run a competition so people can find out about it and they can come and we can speak to some of the brands that I work with and we'll do some goodie bags and yeah. it's just like big, 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 big. It's interesting, isn't it? It's, Cause it's, so it's, it's funny different. because it's, what I've found as I, as I go on is I get a better understanding of the, like you said, the mechanics of the overall yeah, process of yeah. the project. However, what that means is it doesn't mean you have to do everything. It just means that you, you understand the bigger picture. So you I guess it makes your decision-making more effective as to where you fit in. And where you can fit in, and way and how you can, you know, make make the most of what you're doing. I guess you know better, best way to channel your energy. I suppose you know it's, and you know then who to bring in to do the things that you should yeah. be doing or can't do or whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, and I yeah. think I think that's all happened. That that's kind of really all happened because of that. I suppose and having the teams and now being able to have someone to assist me and mm. and getting to know how I work and me working out how I work with someone else and yeah. it's all kind of it's all kind of slotting in quite mm. nicely which is kind of if you if you told me I was going to do that in like a few years ago well actually well after the links project it went back to you know working as with, with just um the final il illustration stage which is I'm very happy with that too yeah but um yeah, it's. I, I would have been quite surprised. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's fascinating. And I think it is because it's just constant learning as well. Well, it is because you can't be and you can't work in the same way. Everything has to develop. Totally, and that's what people don't see from the outside. Sometimes it's easy to project this image that you know you're you're doing all these things and you're always busy, but actually you're often learning as you go. And you know, it's we're good at hiding that side of it. Yeah. But you do, don't you? And you learn things about yourself all the time as you're doing these things. And as we mentioned right at the beginning, sometimes the only way to to learn is to is to do that and to just jump into it and to just do it yeah. yeah within reason of course you know if, if you completely don't know what you're doing then that's, that's a bad move but <laughs> yeah uh, not advisable absolutely but but the thing is when it's when it's just a case of a bit of, bit of nerves or a bit of apprehension that's that's part and parcel i think that comes all the time so, yeah you know sometimes you do just have to get in and respond on the job and actually the results they teach you the best things yeah i agree and i think it is about you know the projects that I'm talking about, they're, they're very much about trust as well and being in a position where you know that you're supported. Mm. And, you know, the the projects we're talking about, that we I met um, the people, um, had my first initial meetings like a year or two years ago. And, and I think um, sometimes when you kind of have your initial meeting, it might not... What, what's what's on the table could be completely different and I guess it's developed by really just trying to shape it together and it just becomes a really organic process and Mm. you just think oh god these guys have been waiting forever but I know now that it's the right time because I'm I've I've arrived at that point where I can kind of spin the plates yeah and I can I can outsource and I can manage and yeah. God, it sounds so boring. No, but what, what would you say? So much. <laughs> would you say? What, 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 <laughs> would you say so much of it is instinctive? Because I feel that is. I mean, when I'm doing things like that, sometimes it just feels like the right time, and you have to run with it. And yeah, no, absolutely. I, I don't think you can quantify that as a, you know you can't just go actually I'll six weeks will be the right time. You, you, yeah, it's so really much hard. Of it is is just firing when it when the moment happens, and it's like yeah. And it's it's hard to you can't really teach that to someone you just you feel it don't you as you do, as you grow and you develop yeah it has to be right and I think, um, yeah I mean it does develop and I w- I wouldn't have thought that it would have taken two years to get to that point mm. that's just insane amount you know yeah you know but sometimes that's what it like you yeah said, that's exactly what it is. yeah, yeah. so do on that basis do you is there a plan have there have you got a long term Thing, or are you just enjoying what you're doing and shaping it accordingly by making the right decisions? That's something that I'm working on at the moment as well, is long-term plan. Um, as I said, I'm really excited about the videos. So um, I've already said that we should do the trailer for the next one in Christmas. Nice, Definitely. nice, just lay down the marker. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a really nice feeling knowing that uh, um, you're really proud of something. Yeah. Um, and it's something that you've never done before and it's bloody nerve wracking mm. um, I think I think there's a lot of things that I'd like to do um, and they might be offshoots from what happens with the um, with the existing projects at the moment so mm. one of the projects with um, the prints I was telling you about but the be seen more as products. We're looking at uh, a five-layer print, so going through loads, lots of different processes. 
So, um, so it would start as some of them would be sort of like digital brushes, like the one that I showed you earlier, um, on really beautiful kind of aquarel rags and like a watercolour paper. And then um, looking at um, sugar lift or etching or screen printing, then uh, laser collage. Wow. And then uh, gold leaf and rose gold leaf and, and looking at something that's kind of quite dense. Right, um, because it would have some real weight to it, yeah. Yeah, like a real uh, product. Um, so talking about working as a team as well, it's quite funny. So now I'm actually kind of visiting people and and kind of hashing out ideas and there's, there's um, discussion about the supporting activities for this, this product and, and I sort of presented, presented my ideas then um, Ben who's doing the production was, was saying about how we could do it and we've got access to Camberwell art, um, arts, art department uh, screen print it's, it's amazing their the screen printing and, and printing studios which we visited a month ago and just talking about all these ideas, and then we've got um, Rachel, who's sorry, um, Laura, no, no, I'm just who's doing, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> just, it's just incredible the amount of stuff you do. There's a moment there I was just like, "Wow, oh, can't she do that?" <laughs> <laughs> See me whispering prophetic in the background, just as all like, it's am- that's amazing though. I mean, sorry, I jumped in there, but it's that's just, okay. It's, but it's just, uh, it's, I think it's fantastic. It's just, it's just brilliant to see someone. Do you love it? Or do you love it all? That's the that's the question because you've got to. I, I, you couldn't do all the things you're doing if you don't love it. I mean, okay, there's going to be moments where yeah, you hate I, it I do because love that's it. That's what happens when you love something so much. You, you, there are moments when you despise totally, it. Totally, totally. I, I I do absolutely love it. Mm. Um, and I think I am. I do have a thirst for being wanting the thrill from it the thrill of achieving something that Mm -hmm. and learning something i think that keeps me going it's like an ambition isn't it it's the reason we're sitting here yeah exactly exactly same thing i sometimes look and think why can't you just be happy being an illustrator but then (laughs) and i always will be happy being an illustrator but actually it's like challenges i I, I, the whole reason i got in this industry is because i was interested i wanted to to do that and then i thought okay i've done that now i might continue doing it but i want to go off and explore something else that puts me in another awkward situation but like you say, that's the, the buzz at the other end of it is like yeah, incredible, absolutely. and it is a bit of an addiction actually. You know, it's like I think we're yeah. on the same. I think we're on the same wavelength in that respect. Yeah, absolutely. I think you do kind of, you kind of need it, mm. and that's why sometimes it is quite nice. I think I I would settle into just whiling time away, art working because. Um, you just get settled into this really lovely space. Um, and it is, it is very completely different. I, don't, I can't, I couldn't have imagined that I'd like it and love it as much as I do. Mm. But we're talking about the thrill. It, there's a, there's, there is a very thin line sometimes with it being very overwhelming. Oh, there is. Yeah. I've been feeling it this week. Like, you know, like I say, it's gone from that extreme to this extreme and all of a sudden I'm yearning for like a little bit of quiet again. And yeah. it's like, you can it's make, like there's, there's a time when you, you can play, <laughs> then you just have to step away sometimes, don't you? And just look, remember you're a human being and go, I hate it today, but if I step back and have a nice rest, I won't, I won't hate it tomorrow. Like yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll renew the love for it again. And it's yeah. so easy to get lost. You know, the whole wood for the wood, can't say the wood for the trees. I guess exactly. that's well, what we're getting at. But 
Yeah, I think I think anyone you speak to anyone who loves what they do at any time, even if not all the time, I think they're going to feel that. Yeah. You know? And especially like you say, when you're always challenging yourself with something new, that comes with overwhelming moments. Yeah, absolutely. So here's a question: How's your sleep? My <laughs> sleep is great. Yeah. Yeah. Are you alright? Because I I get whirly bird brains. Me and Danny Allison call it. Yeah. Oh wow. Like not all the time. I'm not too bad, but there are times when it's just like. Can't, I can't shut off my mind, you know, it's like just complete chatter all the time, all the things whizzing around. I'm, I'm better than I used to be and I'm getting better and I make a point of stopping at a certain time of the evening now. And, yeah, and, I was going to ask you what your hours were. I, to be honest, I generally, I mean, it's quite a regular working day most of the okay, time. Okay, yeah. And, you know, I've got to do some stuff this weekend, but this is, that's the, I, I want to I call it price, it's not a price, you know, like I'm interviewing a lady on Sunday for the podcast, I'm oh, preparing right, yeah, for nice. a mural next week, but it's very rare that I have to do stuff on weekends these days, so to okay. be honest, I, I, I do cherish the, the breaks and the, and the time to keep it fresh, because otherwise I just... So you kind of keep it 9 to 5, 10 to 6? No, I, I, I'm quite an early bird, I usually get in by about quarter past 8. Um, wow, I'm, that's great. I'm good in mornings, so you know. But work-wise, I've, I feel like I'm kind of firing all cylinders for the morning bit. It's mid-afternoon where I have trouble. <laughs> yeah. So you know, um, just, you know, I generally stay to like anywhere, anywhere between half four and half six, depending which side of rush hour I want to go. If I'm really enjoying what I'm doing, and I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm good yeah, you stay. I try yeah. ride it out and yeah. you know, make the most of it. Sometimes if I'm just not feeling it, I'll just I'm better at walking away now and going come back tomorrow. And you're that's the, that's it, yeah. isn't it? And that's better, totally it. Obviously, deadlines aside, but. You know, at the same time, I think I'm more honest now with my clients about deadlines as well, and then I, you know, I'll push for a little longer if I think it needs it, and that's not never tired. I've never missed a deadline in my life, but I will say from the off, like, look, we need to get this done in, you know, whatever, and just being be more of a part of that process now. I think, and they often, you know, they always respect that. Which I is, really, which is cool. Sorry to interrupt. I really like. Um, uh, I follow a few uh, Australian illustrators, and they have a really. Um, a different way, a different dialogue to us, well not dialogue, but just a different way of approaching um, working and rest and they, they they often mention mental health days mm. and um, and I didn't really get what that meant until recently and I was like, oh, well, that's what I do when I know, because every day I, I've always had that as, as, as an artist and an illustrator, it's like I just turn up, you know, at the beginning I didn't have deadlines all the time and I didn't have to work all the time but mm. if I didn't have a job I'd be generating work and I'd be constantly yeah. turning up so it was like a job and I did that every day and I still do that but there are days yeah. where I can afford to have a day off or I need a day off Yeah, and that's what they call a mental health day to, in Australia you? and it's like that's amazing yeah it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach day. I'm going to have a go to the beach today because it's mental health day. It's well, you like, have to. It's, it's oh, a very mentally demanding yeah. profession. You know, you're constantly using your mind, and it's like, and that's the fragile thing. So mm. you have to, uh, I think you have to respect that and look after it, even if it means turning down the odd thing or you know, or, or like you say, yeah. anyway, anyway, it's wasted time. If you if you get if you enter that headspace, it's without doubt waste wasted time because you're just you're not happy. You're invariably putting out things because you feel you have to and that shouldn't be, that's not the way it should yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also going back to, to this way of working, I'm learning a lot and I'm learning from meeting other artists and visiting people in their studios and getting a real sense of how it all works because mm. we're always we're always learning. 
Yeah. And we're always developing, and when we're developing and changing, then we we have to adapt to that as well, and and learn how to measure yourself and manage yourself within it. And it's it's something that making really clear or trying to remind myself that I'm the boss. Yes. And that's such a big thing to to that. And if I am gonna have a mental health day. Where if I am going to have an out of office, I'm not going to spend the whole day feeling guilty. And yes. that has taken and that so takes, God, long. Yeah. God, yeah. I still wrestle with it, but I'm better yeah, than I used to be. Yeah, it takes so long. Yeah. Like, I know that I would be a better... Um, I'd be better at um, production. I'd be better at picking up ideas and better at... Uh, uh, producing new ideas if I was really strict with myself and I said right I'm going to go and see a show every week mm. I know that I could do that I know that it only takes me half an hour to get to like some of the best all the best galleries yeah. in the city and I don't do that and that's the next thing Yeah, and it's a gradual thing isn't it, it, comes it with, is. the, the discipline comes with experience without a doubt yeah it's it's yeah, it's it's getting the balance right, yeah. but that but it's it's been really nice having um, an assistant working with yeah, me. Yeah, because it forces you to stay out of your head a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and it it, it does, and it's it's also um, it's like when you're teaching or when you're when you're giving a talk or when you're uh, delivering a workshop. You, you, you're reminding yourself the things and you're almost, you think, am I, am I practising what I'm preaching? Oh, yeah. God, I always get that experience when I do a bit of teaching. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, by the time you told it, I'm thinking, and you, oh, I'm you not need to act that. on this, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> C minus. <laughs> Absolutely. Can anyone see that I've just had a point up? Oh, yeah. Definitely not doing this one. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! So where are people going to be able to get on the uh, the course then? Where where are we going to find that? Well, there'll be links. I mean, unless you're, you know, having a holiday on the moon. <laughs> I mean, really, we've we've already started talking about the um, projects now, and we've got quite a few little teasers. The trailer will be. Uh, I'm hoping the trailer goes out next week, Fantastic. which is really exciting. So that will be on my YouTube page. Nice. And all those links will be on my website. Brilliant. Well, yeah, we'll send me them as well. I'll get them all in the show notes for this and yeah. make sure it's all there for Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And um, we'll be doing sort of early bird, um, certain percentage off and just all these assets. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to hear people's feedback and mm. um, just send, send them out. And Superb. Yeah, it's Superb. exciting. Nice. So this last bit's evolved since we last did this. Oh my goodness! Shark in the tank bit. I now ask for like a love and a hate. It, oh wow! Well, it was just yeah. a love at the time, and I thought, you know what? That's no, that doesn't work because the whole shark out. in the tank thing is that you well, love you hate it. So I thought, well, there you go. And it's again, it's always it's still as lateral as ever, and the answers just get keep getting funnier and weirder. <laughs> so okay. Right, so I really, I think I remember what I said last year, and it was a bit of a cop out, wasn't it? You think you said New York? I said New York. you talking about? Well, now, like I say, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. It's no, I know. And, and it's, I don't even restrict it to the creative industries anymore. I just let right. people go on it. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
Okay, so um Okay, so without a doubt it would have to be progression and development and I and something I really hate is is I feel um yeah, I am I'm gonna relate it and just be really boring and say very much related to the practice. Just anything that's that's restricting. I really hate it when people say, Can you do that thing that you did three years ago and do that again? Things like that. I mm -hmm. think I think people are really, really responsive, especially if they've they've seen your work for a few years, they're really responsive and excited about the excitement that you're putting in and the develop that you're putting yeah. in and I think Think you know you can't manufacture that. Yeah. Um, hate's a strong word for for that. Um, it's not. It's not. I mean, it's not even. I always say love and hate. It's not. It's not necessarily a hate. It's just a whatever. It's whatever you make it. It's a down or a bugbear or a the, the slight irk. The slight irk. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, it is though. It's true because it, you you were doing something then at that time because it was that time and you were in that place and yeah exactly and I think when you're like you say when you're a progressive person and you like to move forward it's like. You have, you know, you you haven't ever relinquished what you had then. It's just it's become something, you know, undoubtedly better. I think, or you know, it's gone somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, I know so. what I hate. I hate, which is is a, is a positive thing, but also a negative thing. But I all, all I hate it at the moment is my impatience. <laughs> I am so bad. <laughs> I'm just like constantly. <laughs> Alice is getting used to me now, so I'll 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 start art working and I'll do something, and I'm like, right, okay, so I'm gonna be a lockdown. Am I gonna do this? And then I'll be like, oh, I've got to do this, and I'm just doing so many things at once. It's I've this, been bad for that. Pace. The last few weeks, like flitting, you know, like not not finishing the thing you started out because you just yeah. remember you've got to do that, and it's, it's like really flying in all these different directions, and, and I I hate that because then the feeling at the end of the day, it's like. You don't feel like you've got anything done because you've done so many little picking at so many little bits and I, all these things. And I blame the internet. Do you know what? It's yeah. It is, I really it? blame the internet. It Facebook is, are the worst. I don't, can't can't deal with Facebook. It's just it's yeah. just red dots. This flashing memories. People, <laughs> it's like a fruit, fruit it's machine. Like, it? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> that is my brain. I've, I've met so many people that say I can't read in London anymore. It's so hard to just concentrate on one piece of text. Mm. It's really not good. Not I'm healthy, so glad to be an artist because eventually I can sit down and spend hours yes. doing one thing. When you hit a good, but I do, I do form. work around a piece like this. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually put it into the tutorial. I'm like working around the piece. This is really positive because you don't work on one area yeah. for too long. I was like, no, this is good. This is this is part of the process. But I do that with everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my hate. Brilliant. Well, that's perfect. And uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure to do round two. And I can't wait to see how the course is going and whatever the hell's going to happen next for you. <laughs> yeah. It's all going on. It's God brilliant. knows. So good. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm. Uh, feel very privileged to be yeah. doing a. Uh, a second. <laughs> a second. Pleasure's all mine, and we'll. Uh, I'm no doubt there'll be part three at some point. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Box set. <laughs> Cheers, Ben. <laughs> Whoa, that's a year, right? That's a busy, busy year. Um, 
it's kind of daunting. It's kind of intimidating. She's a workhorse. She's a talented lady, and she's an awesome personality. But all those things don't come lightly, and she's developed it over the years. And it's so satisfying to see the hard work that she's put in and the self sacrifice come into fruition now, and and seeing her work go away that she wants it to go. Uh, misled is absolutely wonderful on many levels. So go and check out her stuff, misled.co.uk. Uh, you can keep up to date with all of it. You can find out all about her tutorials there, as she said. You can get on the course if you want for a very reasonable rate, actually. Uh, it's very affordable for what you get out of it, so do go and check it out. Um, really awesome to see her assistant, Alice Power. The guys have got such a dynamic in uh, Misled Towers in her studio now, which is wonderful. Um, the pet rat didn't reveal itself when I was there, but I'm sure it was knocking around somewhere. Um, but thanks to Miss Led for coming back on the show. She's a busy lady and um, it was really wonderful of her to take the time out. So cheers for that, Joe. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, guys. I hope you took a lot from it. Like I say, go back and listen to episode four, which is the first time Miss Led was on the show when she'll give you a kind of whole life and career backstory up to that point. Whereas this one was more of a year window and just showing you all the range of things she's cramming in and how she arrived at that point, operating as more of a studio. Thanks as ever to the sponsors, Illustration Limited, who represent Joe and Misled, and myself, uh, illustrationweb.com. Go and check out all the brilliant things they're doing. Heartinternet.co.uk for everything social media, SEO, hosting, websites, that stuff. Go and check them out. Uh, and printed.com. Um, I hope you enjoyed the story about Joe's multi-layered prints becoming products. I think that's a really awesome idea, and it's something... Uh, you know, I really like the degraded organic stuff, so it's a really refreshing way to use prints. So, of course, printed.com can provide you with those good quality prints to work with. So go and check them out for their range of stuff. Cheers, guys. Thanks for coming back. Episode 37, I can't believe we're, we're at this point already. Um, the numbers are rising all the time. Really, really, really making me happy because I really love doing this show and I'm really passionate about using it to hopefully give you some inspiring interviews to strengthen people who want to get in the creative industries because... I think our industry has just got a big role to play in uh, a society that's facing some testing times at the moment. Uh, well, you know, we'll get into the political stuff, but I just think we've got a role to play. There's a lot of crises in the world with the bees, with the Donald Trump, that clown over in America. Um, you know, we've got our work cut out. You know, this country, we're cutting back on all the environmental stuff, but go and find out for yourself about that stuff but I think we can use our creativity as weapons so let me know who you'd like to hear from hit us up on the Twitter at Terrest let me know who you'd like to hear from if you'd like to come on the show tell me why if you've got a good angle and you're doing some good stuff I'll definitely consider it there have been a number of people who've asked to come on the show and I've ended up doing just that because they've been doing stuff worthy of Arrest All Mimics so thanks again cheers for your time cheers for checking in thanks to all my sponsors thanks to listeners thanks to people for doing good work and giving me the time of day to talk thanks to misled today's guest and i will see you next week cheers guys (laughs) 